her child mysteriously disappeared 30 years earlier mm-hmm. um, at the age of 18. Wow. Which is just awful. It starts off with a lot of grief. It does. Mm-hmm. But but you know she's experiencing grief, but it takes a while to get into the book to find out, you know, exactly what has happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but during her time at the aquarium, Tova develops an unlikely friendship with an octopus. A giant Pacific octopus, to be specific, and his name is Marcellus. Oh, Marcellus. (laughs) (laughs) And I love Marcellus so much. He's the best. Um, Marcellus knows more than anybody could ever imagine. He is very, very smart, a remarkably bright creature. If you will. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, And he narrates many of the chapters in the book. And one of the things I love, each of his chapters is titled, like, Day 1,204 of my captivity. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And he would not dream of lifting any of his eight arms to help out a human Mm -hmm. um, until Tova. And as they develop this friendship, he is determined to help her figure out what has happened and help her heal and move on. Um, So I promise no spoilers. So that's all I'm going to give you, except that I absolutely love this book. Marcellus is amazing. I love the chapters that are written by him. Um, and I don't know if you guys are as fast as fascinated as I am by cephalopods. Yes. Um, but yeah, I feel like the author really nailed him because you look at them when they are in captivity and they look yeah. at you with those big eyes, you know, when, when they come out. Mm-hmm. And you can tell they, you know. There's they a really, lot there. There is. Mm-hmm. A lot more than we give them credit to. One of my favorite documentaries that came out on Netflix within the past two years was uh, My Octopus Teacher, I yeah. think is what it was called. Phenomenal. It was Loved an, it. Oh, my gosh. Mark's looking at me like I'm crazy. It was an amazing <laughs> oh. documentary. Uh, story of a man who, again, I think he was also kind of grieving a little mm-hmm. bit. He went to um, uh, his childhood home, which was right on a beach. Um, and Australia, do I want to say? So I feel I'm like sure something in that area. Australia, maybe. And he um, he goes out and he does just kind of dives or snorkeling, you know, every day. And he just observes. He was a nature photographer. And so he takes his camera with him then every day, too. And as he goes out every day, he experiences this one octopus, mm-hmm. and it almost befriends him. Yeah, Amazing. it really does. Yeah, it's on Netflix. So they are. They're very curious. They're very intelligent. Um, they're also solitary. They don't. They don't live in you know right. groups of octopi or octopuses <laughs> is technically correct. Yeah, octopuses. Um, <laughs> <laughs> There's no octopod. There's right. <laughs> right. <laughs> But no, I I love them. They're they're one of my favorite creatures. I dive, so you know I I I appreciate the oceanic creatures. Yes, I love I love aquariums, and um, I we heard this book teased. Um, I think a year before it was slated to come out, and I had it on my list immediately, and I just haven't had a chance to read it yet. So, remarkably bright creatures. Um, mm-hmm. Tell us the author's name again. Shelby Van Pelt. Shelby Van Pelt, and it's her first book. Oh wow, what a great Amazing. debut! Yeah. yeah. And to get inside the head of an octopus. Yeah. How fun. It's super fun. I'm excited to read it. We will eventually, I will eventually pick it up. But in the meantime, listeners, you can pick it up at your Delaware County District Library. Indeed. I have a book this morning that I am powering my way through. It's a very quick, I'm listening to it. It's a very quick listen, only about five or six hours. Um, And it is written by our featured Delaware Reads author, uh, Neil Schusterman. 
I'm so excited for he him. He is coming to the Delaware area um, on Wednesday, February 8th. And he will be having a free speaking engagement at the Olentangy Liberty Middle School at 7 p.m. that evening. You can go on DelawareLibrary.org um, slash author visits, I believe, and you can reserve your ticket to mm-hmm. see him. Um, it is, again, free. We just want to make sure that we have enough seats provided for all those who want to see Neil. Um, he has written a lot more than the book that I'm going to talk about today. Um, he's written The Ark of a Scythe. Scythe? series. He's also written um, Challenger Deep and several other titles. But the one that I'm talking about today is called Full Tilt. And Full Tilt came out in May 2003. So this is by no means a new book at all. Um, It is just kind of in his compendium of things that he has written. Uh, The quick synopsis is that Blake is a 16-year-old boy um, he's very, very smart. In fact, so smart that he already has been accepted into college, Ivy League. And so he is getting ready to, you know, as a 17-year-old, go off to Ivy League college. Um, he and his friends and his little brother spend an evening at a carnival and just to kind of, you know, have fun, have mm-hmm. teenage fun. And he sees a carny and she is gorgeous beyond what you would expect of a typical carnival carny (laughs) and she hands him a ticket and it is a ticket to an exclusive after hours carnival in a remote part of the world and you know he's like why have I never heard of this and his friends are all like you don't hear about secret raves you just get the ticket and and they're never in the same place you just you just follow the ticket and you go we gotta do it and he's like yeah I don't think so um, and as soon as he takes the ticket from her and his curiosity has peaked, he turns away to speak to his friends and he turns back and she's gone. Mm-hmm. And they go home that night. They drop off their friends. He goes to, um, you know, drop off his brother. Um, he doesn't have a great home life. Mom, single parent, trying to do her best, has had her round of boyfriends who aren't great. Um, she spills the news on them tonight that most recent boyfriend is now going to be most recent fiance. Nobody's happy about it. Everybody is just a little bit, well, I mean, maybe mom and fiance are happy about it, but Blake and little brother uh, Quinn are not happy about it. So they go their separate ways to kind of absorb this information and deal with it as they will. And pretty soon uh, his mother is yelling from uh, his brother's room that he is comatose on the floor. In his hand is the ticket to the carnival. How did... He get comatose just by touching the ticket to the carnival. It wasn't intended for him. So um, Mm -hmm. Blake rounds up his friends and they decide they're going to find this carnival because perhaps his brother has run away in his mind to visit this sneaky little carnival. Interesting. So they go and they somehow magically find it. um, And I I won't spill any secrets. And it turns out that this carnival is actually um, a test of the mind. It has a soul of its own. It looks like a regular carnival, but the games and the rides that you play and that you get on are going to um, be some of your deepest fears that you're going to have to face. Oh, wow. So one of the first things that he does is he gets into the bumper car um, ride, and he seems like he's playing a regular, you know, ride of bumper cars until they all turn into speed cars and until it turns into the equivalent of a um, like Fast and the Furious kind of game or something that you would see out of another Grand Theft Auto or something like that. Um, he, he seems like he's going to die. He has no idea how. And then the beautiful Carney appears and she gives him a little secret that 
He has to go through seven of these rides before dawn, and he has to live through all of them in order to survive the carnival and go back home. And he adds an extra thing to the challenge. If he survives all seven, then every one of his, of his crew gets to go with him, brother and the two friends who went along with him as well. Um, she likes a good um, deal, so she takes the deal. Um, and she says, there's always a way out of every game. And so that becomes Blake's challenge. Some of the other fun things that you'll experience is if you ever went to carnivals, the ride, the kamikaze, mm-hmm. um, which is based on the Japanese fighter pilots who would do the kamikaze dives. Um, that becomes one of the games. There's a hall of mirrors that, uh, though what you think you see is your imaginary physical distortment, becomes a real physical distortment. Oh, wow. Also a mental distortment mm-hmm. of how you perceive yourself. Uh, there's the Viking ship. That becomes mm-hmm. an actual ride um, on an actual ocean, um, which veers a little bit into um, Captain Ahab and Moby Dick. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so veers a little bit into that. All of these things are also touching on uh, deep-seated issues that Blake has within himself. He's insecure about his mother and you know her fiancé's relationship. Mm-hmm. He's insecure about his leadership abilities. He's insecure about all these other things. So each ride kind of also makes him face some of his deepest fears. So um, I was reading some synopses of this, and apparently there is, and I haven't read it because I don't read a lot of classics, but this is like a more than nod to Ray Bradbury's Something Wicked This Way Comes. Mm -hmm. Um, All of the reviewers, Booklist, School Library Journal, Publishers Weekly, and Kirkus all make mention um, that it is uh, more, it bears more than a slight resemblance to Ray Bradbury's Something Wicked This Way Comes. Written for, I I would give it to a a young teen, um, even a middle schooler. It's really not that scary. It's not that gory. The language is barely there. Um, So I would be comfortable giving this to a middle schooler if they're into a little bit of adventure and a little spooky. It sounds really good. Yeah. It's called Full Tilt. Again, it's by Neil Schusterman, our featured Delaware Reads author. And um, we'll talk more about that next week when Sarah Ressler-Wright from the Delaware City Schools will join us on the program. And uh, But this week, we are going to come back from the break and talk about some of our senior services. So join us on the other side. Welcome back, listeners. Thank you so much for being with us today. Um, I have as my loyal co-host today, uh, Jane McDaniel Browning. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Off the Shelf program. Thank you for being my co-host. Delighted to be here. (laughs) We have Molly on a um, break today, and hopefully she'll be back with us again next week feeling better than ever. Um, But in the meantime, Jaina and I, we're a bit of experts in the Delaware Library Senior Services. We are. Yes. Jaina, how did you become such an expert (laughs) in in our mature services? Other than being really close to being source point age myself. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, I I do a lot of our email newsletters. Mm -hmm. And uh, while while I was looking at our services and the people who use them, I noticed that we have a lot of people who are interested in events and programs for seniors. Mm -hmm. Um, But we weren't really addressing that with, with any kind of information. Um, so way back in July, we started doing the Mature Reader Newsletter. It's mm-hmm. an e-newsletter. It comes out monthly. And we have close to 9,000 people subscribing right now. That's so awesome. It's, it's pretty fantastic. Um, and and we, we do offer a lot of great programs and services for seniors, but we weren't pointing them out. And right. it's it's the Mature Reader because I was trying to find something that wasn't like senior citizens or golden <laughs> 
right, right, right. I know that that was a struggle because we're friends with a lot of community members and we're friends with people who work at SourcePoint. And, you know, it was the Council for Older Adults. Mm-hmm. And, you know, nobody at age 55 wants to identify as an older adult. And I know I don't. Right, but, that, <laughs> but that's the community that they serve. And 55 and older, it doesn't always mean that it's for you. It could mean that you're taking care of a parent as Absolutely. well. You might even be lucky enough to have a grandparent, you mm-hmm. know, who's still alive at age, you know, when you're at age 55. So um, the services are for you and generations um, above you as well. Absolutely. But yeah, we we had we named it the mature reader um, as like tongue in cheek. You know, it's kind of cute because you're you're seasoned, you're mature. It's playful, right? It definitely does not mean mature content. No. <laughs> But we can help you find that. I mean, you've heard Molly's romance novels that she's talked about. Indeed. <laughs> the Indeed. last couple of weeks. So, mm-hmm. right, exactly. So, yes. is when someone, first, how does someone subscribe if they want to be on this newsletter and they're not on it right now? Well, go out to our website, um, DelawareLibrary.org. Mm-hmm. And we, we actually now also have a webpage dedicated to our mature readers. Wonderful. And it's, it's called exactly that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, go out to the mature reader uh, page and there is a, a bar on there that just says, yes, I'd like to receive it. Type in your email address and it will come to us and we'll make sure that you get that every month. Yeah, once a month. But uh, it's it's a lot of fun content, though. We we do have a lot of good programs. And we were talking earlier about our, our Maker Studio programs. Mm-hmm. And there is a lot of interest in those. And one of the nice things about the Mature Reader is we'll, we'll highlight some of the Maker Studio programs that are coming up for the next month. They always fill up really quickly. Right. It's only about six or eight people who can attend those programs because they're so one-on-one focused. Right. Um, but you will find out exactly when registration is opening, so you can get that jump to get one of those six or eight spaces. Mm-hmm. Um, so we highlight that. Sometimes we'll do new large print books that are coming out. Mm-hmm. This month in January, we were highlighting some of the um, Golden Globe nominees. Mm-hmm. So some of the movies that we have available at the library that you can take home on DVD or Blu-ray. I know. I need to watch Elvis tonight. I, oh, it's so it's, good. It's due back today so (laughs) well one of the ones that I just borrowed from the library was one of the Golden Globe nominees The Woman King and Mm -hmm. it is phenomenal Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I really wish I had been able to see it in the movie theater but if if they bring it back during awards season I might do just that right yeah sometimes the Strand uh, local shout out always does really good things Mm -hmm. with bringing back some of the some of the award nominees yes and the best popcorn in the land we Uh, all know truly the best it Mm -hmm. got me through all of 2020 So we do highlights of some of our some of our library programs. We mm-hmm. do highlights of some of our library materials, both um, books, DVDs, and other things that you can check out from the library. We also partner with some of our um, area agencies who also focus on services for 55 and older. We do. Preservation Parks does a lot of great stuff. Um, right now they have the Winter 100, mm-hmm. um, and there was a lot of interest in that. They also have their Golden Hiking Series. Mm-hmm. Um, we do a lot of things with SourcePoint. They have fantastic programming year-round. Um, they're, they have a movie showing this month. I'm trying to remember. It's The Phenomenal Life or The Extraordinary Life of... Yeah, it's escaped me as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, but it, <laughs> it looked really interesting. Somebody's <laughs> extraordinary life. Peter Urkel. Oh, Peter Urkel. Okay. I think that's the name. That's right. Um, you are right. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, that was another one of the things that we highlighted in January was that that showing, because um, I think it's the world premiere or something, and mm-hmm. it's it's going to be out at Source Point. Um, so yeah, so we always have some things that are going on in the community. In December, of course, it was home for the holidays right. in downtown Delaware. And there was a lot of interest in that. Yeah. 
Um, right. So, so yeah. it's not only just library focused, which you can come to the library and we can tell you all sorts of things about the library, but it also mm-hmm. focuses on some of our partners who do really great work um, for the 55 and older community. Um, we have some really cool programs. I just spoke with uh, the Source Point group yesterday, um, a group of 15 individuals who were interested in library programs, and I highlighted some of the library's upcoming senior programs. Um, We have a series in February that is coming up at our Orange Branch Library um, that's all about Medicaid, Medicaid, Medicare. Mm -hmm. And um, it's basically a three-part series, 10 a.m., um, once a week, and you don't have to take it. You don't have to go to it in order, but the first one is going to be an intro, an intro to Medicare, and then um, the next two weeks are going to be Medicare Plan A, going a deep dive into that, and then Medicare Plan B, going a deep dive into that. Those will be at the Orange Branch Library, but they're actually brought to you by the experts at SourcePoint who deal with it every day. Absolutely, and that mm-hmm. and that really is a thing. I mean, it's it's more complicated than you think. Absolutely, and I know that from my in-laws when they were first trying to figure out. Mm-hmm what they needed and how to do it so that those are great programs right even our previous director George Needham he um, on this program was talking about how he might attend those because he needs to figure it out before he retires (laughs) absolutely (laughs) he goes off the library insurance (laughs) (laughs) so also speaking of programs um Aside from our wonderful senior programs, we have some programs coming up this week at the Delaware Library. A quick reminder that the board passed back in November some new holidays for 2023. And the first of those holidays is coming up on Monday, January 16th, as we celebrate the life of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. So all branches will be closed on that day. Um, But we have two special after hours programs, and those are presented by uh, Bright Star Theater. And they are a traveling theater out of Asheville, North Carolina. They will be doing a performance um, on Monday, January 16th um, at the Delaware Main Library at 2 and at the Orange Branch Library at 6.30. Um, doors will open about a half hour before those programs because, like I said, we our branches are closed that day. But then they're going to do a 45-minute um, dramatization of the life of Dr. King. And it's going to be really amazing. It, it sounds incredible. I, I know Bright Star does a wonderful job. They are truly an acclaimed theater group. Mm-hmm. Um, so these should be fantastic shows. And it, it sounds like it really takes us through a lot of the civil rights movement with, mm-hmm. with a lot of the, you know, the Wal- Woolworth sit-ins and... and the bus boycotts, and it it sounds great. If you've never seen a Bright Star performance before, uh, like I said, they tour. It's just two of them. It's just two individuals, and they come, and they set up a little screen, and they have all their props and their costumes behind the screen. And uh, while Dr. King might be speaking in front of the screen um, in the background, uh, the actor might be changing into B. Rosa Parks. And then they'll oh, wow. swap, and she'll come out and and talk a little bit about Rosa, and then he might be changing into someone else who will be coming around to the front as well. Um, so the two of them will portray multiple people over the course of that 45-minute oh, presentation. So even if you're not interested in the subject matter, come for the theatrical elements. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Absolutely. our new schedule for the Maker Studio coming up um, this Wednesday. Now we are, the Maker Studio is open Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and on Wednesdays they do classes. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the classes this week are already full or on a wait list, as we earlier mentioned. Right. But we do have one, the Tinkercad and Prusa Slicer class, which still has availability. And it, it sounds intimidating. <laughs> Just those names, like the Prusa Slicer. Uh, <laughs> it does, Yeah. <laughs> But it's like really some sort of medieval like dungeon. The Prusa Slicer. 
<laughs> it sounds awful, but it's not. And we, we have great people <laughs> in the maker studio who will walk you through all this. And once you figure this out, uh, the things that you can make on the 3D printer yeah. are just amazing. And it's not nearly as hard as you think it is. Right. And there, there are websites where you can literally just download right. what you need, put it on a jump drive, take it into the maker studio and print it. Somebody else has already done the work yeah. for you, which is one thing that I love. Yeah. I do too. But this is the class that, though it sounds intimidating, this will be the least intimidating class because this is how mm-hmm. you get your hands your hands dirty. This is how you get that quick 101 on how to, how to use a 3D printer. Absolutely. All right. And then coming up um, at the end of the week, we have our two uh, book groups meeting. We have the Orange Afternoon Book Club at 2 o'clock at the Orange Branch Library. And then later that night at 6 o'clock, we have the virtual book club that's taking place on Thursday. And they are reading Miss Benson's Beetle by Rachel Joyce. So you can um, join these and many, many more programs when you visit DelawareLibrary.org and you click on our events tab um, and you can just scroll through. Also, Jana reminded me yesterday that when you go to our events tab, there's a little pop-up that comes in the uh, lower left-hand corner. Um, If you want to receive our events on a weekly basis, go ahead and put your email in there and you can get them in your inbox every week. Yep. Always something new. Always something fun at the library. Always something fun. Yeah. Well, Jaina, it has been a joy. Thank you for joining us this week. My pleasure. I'm so happy to have you on board as two-thirds of the communications department here today. And Gage, thank you for running the board. Of course. And until next week, my friends, we will see you in the stacks.